Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Nourish the Soul of Nicole. So I'm very, very excited to have yet another episode of my series on the feminine genius, where we've been exploring different aspects of the feminine genius as uh, made popular by Pope and John Paul II's work on this particular issue. So we've been looking at different aspects of uh, what it means to be a Catholic woman today, some of the challenges and struggles. And I'm very pleased to have with me today, Nikki. Hello. So hi, Nikki. Nikki is here uh, with us. You can say hi. <laughs> yes. So she's here. She's all the way from uh, the US. Right? She's tuning in to uh, discuss. So I think this particular aspect uh, of the feminine genius, which is uh, sensitivity. Right. So maybe we can uh, invite uh, Nikki to maybe share a little bit, maybe more about herself, uh, what she's doing currently, and you know some of the thoughts that she has about this idea of the sensitivity. Yeah, of, um, of a I'll woman. just do a quick introduction. I'm um, Nikki Wilkes. I am currently living in um, South Bend, Indiana, which is, if anybody knows, where Notre Dame University is near there. I work in a Catholic publishing company. I am in the marketing. For uh, the company is called Ave Maria Press, and I've been there for four years. And that's kind of the main thing of what I'm doing now. Uh, do you want to go into the thoughts now, or would you like a specific question for me to answer on that? I think that, uh, I mean, the first thing that you actually mentioned is maybe for people who are listening, I'm sure we've all read actually books from Ave Maria Press like me too. I have like an entire collection actually of a lot of the, the publications and yeah I was just actually you know thinking about like is there like a place for you know being sensitive I mean in our in our current age when you know sometimes sensitivity is kind yeah, of um, yeah I think there's a when I think of sensitivity and I think this goes to really pretty much anything that is potentially a gift and also be, I guess, or maybe a virtue can also be a vice. And I think sensitivity goes wrong when it is geared either towards the self or to the wrong things. Uh, sensitivity to me has been really being very in touch with the emotional uh, atmosphere in a room, uh, especially, or in another person, especially. And I found that the negative connotations of sensitivity is usually for people who are either too caught up in their own emotional um, state that it overwhelms them, and therefore they just can't be really a self-gift to others, um, or that it's just so solely um, like you're so overwhelmed by it, by other people that you are kind of paralyzed by it. And therefore you kind of just don't know what to do. And I think that's been the balance of finding where sensitivity can work. It's where you have an awareness of something being different, um, something being maybe off or uh, just not how things are normally with another person or even in like the workplace like, with other uh, communities or with friends or with any relationship or community that you're building. Um, being able to not only recognize it, but know what to do with it and not letting it 
overcome you. That's kind of what I've noticed with sensitivity. And I think the negative has come with when it allows people to be um, overtaken by emotion. And so emotion is really good. Uh, I like to say that emotions are kind of like, in a way, it's just like sending a message from the soul, like telling your brain what's going on, what's going on with you, what's going on with others. Um, and when you can really look at it at a, and I don't want to be objective, like I think intu intuition is such a beautiful thing. Um, I don't want to over logic, put too much logic, even though it's good, but um, just having a balance with that is always been important when I'm trying to understand how to use sensitivity well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my main points is I think it's just avoiding the extremes um, is how sensitivity can be used to be a true gift to those around us. I really, really like what you said actually. Uh, Nikki, about sensitivity being actually a gift because sometimes people view it as like a bad thing uh, and you actually really pointed out very rightly that sometimes we take it to the extreme and we think of sensitivity as being, you know, this, this woman in the corner who is crying and she's getting very emotional about something and that is actually like a really bad stereotype, I think, of what it means to be feminine. But what you've actually like brought out, I think, through your sharing is that you know, sensitivity is like an awareness of the fact that something is not so right, right? Or something is not uh, as it should be, right? With, with, with regards to the people around us, right? Because we are sensitive to their emotions. We are sensitive to uh, changes, you know, in their emotional state. And sometimes, I guess, for some reason, the burden does fall on women because we are supposedly more skilled uh, to live up and exercise this sort of like sensitivity. But I think it is to some extent also quite a unique uh, feminine characteristic. And what you were bringing up, I think, uh, was very beautiful because, you know, to, to, sen to be sensitive, I think, uh, also means to, um, I guess, be receptive to other people, right, in terms of their needs. And not only, like, listening to what they have to say, and, but actually more of, like, hearing them. I feel like there's a difference between listening and hearing sometimes, you know, like, okay, I listen, okay, you're telling me all these things, but... To hear is to sort of really be aware of, you know, where these people are coming from, why they are acting in this way. And, you know, this, this idea of this sensitivity that is characteristic of femininity, which is uh, uh, mentioned by Pope St. John Paul II, I think is, has been seen throughout, right, millennia. I'm sure that like, you're also, you know, very familiar with the fact that the women are the one that actually mm -hmm. stayed with Christ, right? as he was crucified at the, at the foot of the cross. And then they were the first people to witness the resurrection, right? People always say that, you know, women are like uh, supposedly uh, not the first people, <laughs> right, to be witness to, but I don't think that's the case because I think the Lord also understands uh, there's something special, right, about being a woman, right? And the fact that we can respond in faith and, and sensitivity, I think is something uh, very beautiful. But, you know, how do you feel like, do you feel like um, sensitivity has been something that has come very naturally uh, to you? Or do you find it like sometimes it's a bit hard? Yeah, I, I would definitely say that, that even for um, like what 
is stere like what you would stereotype for a woman. I was I was always definitely much more sensitive, especially when I was little. I just in part it was just I would get overwhelmed very easily. And so it's been a big growth in in myself to cultivate that as a gift rather than just have it be something that um I have to avoid avoid entirely. One thing that I, I think that really helped me is just understanding that other people's emotions are not mine. And when you can separate yourself, like I kind of like to say, like, you need to know where your emotions stop and where other people's begins. You need to have those healthy boundaries. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm very hopeful. I think that's a lot of what we're talking about, especially in, um, having good mental health uh, is learning that it's okay to set boundaries that you need to set boundaries to help other people. And so it wasn't natural for me. It was definitely um, like the actual sensitivity came very easily, but knowing what to do with it was not a natural thing for me. And I'm still learning uh, how to, how do you best use that? And I think part of it is just, learning when you need to be completely, for me at least, I'm an introvert. So I do need a little bit of extra time where I'm away from high intensity, um, even even just, and I'm, I'm not as great at this, but I still need to learn like getting, getting away from the computer um, and social media, but also getting away from uh, just regular stories. Like I think we can get really caught up in dramas or things that we watch and for me that sometimes I think it can dull because yeah. like in a way you are you are taking on the emotions of fictional characters and that can be really good but it can also be like if it's all you ever are doing like I think it can actually dull your senses to real people because then it's like oh well it's not that intense therefore it can't be that problem that that person can't be going through something like that because it's not like this movie that I watched um so I do think mm -hmm. you need to have times where you mm -hmm. are in in spaces that are very peaceful um not much going on and then you have a better sense of how to calm your your emotions so that you can be calm with others um, and you can actually meet their needs. Um, but sometimes you also need to realize when you're not being called to meet somebody's needs. Sometimes you need to be aware that even though you are sensitive to someone else's needs, you might not be the best person for them. But that doesn't mean you can't help them. You can direct them to the best person. I think that's part of the reason you do need a good community of different people with different different talents because I think for a long time I thought like well because I understand this and I can feel this I need to do what I can to fix it or I need to do what I can to address it and um now that I have a really good Christian community now I'm like okay well there's something going on with this person I'm not the best person for this specific something but this person is great with healing prayer or this person's great for advice or things like that um and so like being able to put some of and it's not that they're a burden but like 
understanding where you're not gifted, where you're not, um, where you're not the best thing for a person is actually a really humbling experience, but also just a really practical one. Um, we want to actually help people, not us be the person helping them necessarily. <laughs> I, think that's I think that's a very, very important thing that you've highlighted because sometimes as I, I think even for me also <laughs> as well, it's like, I have the tendency to like want to problem solve <laughs> and solve, you know, the problems that people come to me with. But what you have highlighted has reminded me very early that we are not called to solve directly uh, everybody's problems. But it doesn't mean that we are completely like numb and deaf, you know, to 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 that to the issues that people, you know, kind of bring to us. And what and you were saying actually just now about how sometimes we can get uh really lost in the fictional world. Like I am totally uh, totally on board with that as well, I think, to some extent, because I feel like, you know, all of this exposure, right, to all these um, various forms of media, and even I think in social media, mm -hmm. you know, when everybody is uh, flaming each other nowadays, and the internet is a scary place, uh, and everyone's trying to drown out each other and, you know, get their voice heard over someone else's, it's quite tempting, I think, even for me sometimes, just to not read these things, to like block out, you know, kind of selectively read and not you know, see a lot of this injustice and hurt. Lah. But then because of that, there's mm -hmm. that danger, I think, also, as you're saying, to, to become a bit numb and a bit dull, right? Our senses are a little bit dull. And if we become so numb, it also kind of impacts our ability to be sensitive to the people around us. Lah. Because, you know, we we become very individualistic. Like we kind of like, we kind of like close in on ourselves when what you were saying actually is that we need to kind of look outward sometimes to our wider community, right? Sometimes we are not in the right uh, place, right? Or we're not placed at that point in time to help a particular person with a particular issue. And maybe someone else is maybe more well-placed to do so. So sometimes we, as you were saying, we need to like step back, right? From the situation. Um, but also still be sensitive lah, to embrace the crosses, I think, of other people. Because sometimes we do retreat, I mean, for me also, is to retreat inward and to forget about, you know, the needs of the people around me. Uh, and and that, that is one of the things, I guess, that is, is a bit of a struggle, but it is mm -hmm. something I think that, that Jesus has been calling us to do for the longest time, which is to love as, as he loves, right? And was there anyone, I think, mm -hmm. more sensitive than the women at the bottom of, at the, at the foot of the cross? They were crying tears, right? Uh, for Jesus and you know they followed him all the way up to to Calvary but yeah I, I think I do see you know in, in history and in the Bible even in even now in, in the modern day like there is a, a very very deep intrinsic value of of sensitivity and it is definitely something that we tend to associate uh, with women right and you know what you were saying about yeah, you know, drawing the boundaries is also important because we we may overstep, right? Sometimes boundaries in the in a bit to try and help uh, the people around us, but we also need to know how to take um, distance, uh, right, from certain situations. If not, it does also, as you were saying, impact a bit of our own uh, mental, you know, mental health, our own emotional capacity. But I think the important thing that you highlighted is like the fact that we have that heart and intention uh, to want to help other people, even though we may not be the best people to help. 
And that brings me to this point about like how also in this idea of sensitivity is that as women, sometimes we are very, we are actually kind of gifted with this ability to understand people, right? To, to help them to grow, to reach their fullest potential. I mean, of course, we all want to have kingdom friendships where everybody is, you know, we're leading each other to heaven. Uh, but sometimes it's a bit difficult, right? Uh, in terms of like finding our true gifts and, and charism. Some of us are like gifted in mentoring. Some of us are gifted, uh, you know, for, for yourself, for example, you know, in, in writing. You know, and we all have our own unique gifts, right? But, you know, being uh, sensitive is also kind of, as you were saying at the start, recognizing that we all have different gifts and that we're all kind of uh, coming together to glorify God uh, in, in whatever we are, we are doing. So yeah, I, I find that you know this this idea of sensitivity is yeah something that uh, we might kind of think as a, as a negative thing, but actually it might not be a negative thing. It's actually as you as you said at the start of the podcast, very fittingly, it's actually a gift. And no, but, but how about you though? Do you feel also that you know this this gift of sensitivity that you have? Like, do you feel that you are you're living it out? Do you feel that you have uh, you know kind of like no mature or come somewhere yeah in terms I, it's of been like how you view this yeah this I, when I was little I definitely thought it was a cross um just because I was so sensitive that I just didn't feel like I could mature but um yeah like nowadays especially with like my work it's been really good to just be aware that there are different dynamics with different people and as, as somebody who really enjoys the word, I think sometimes I could be like really, well, if I'm just clear, then that's fine. Um, that's all you need when it comes to writing. But I think the thing that sensitivity shows us is that we, and, that, and that's the true adage, like what we say is really just, is only part of our communication. And I think the reason that women might be a little bit more apt and have like are gifted and then have to cultivate that skill is because they te- they tend to talk to people who might not be able to verbalize what they need. So like the stereotypical <clears throat> example is children. If you're a mother or if you're um, a sibling or things like that, mm. children just don't know how to explain what they need. Um, there are other people though, like they just are in a place where they don't know. And it might not even be that they're not emotionally mature. They are just like overwhelmed in that moment. And they just can't communicate. So at work, it's been a real gift to be able to see like, okay, this person has been doing a lot of work this week. Um, Maybe phrase it this way, because we still need to do our jobs, but we, uh, it doesn't mean that we don't try to be kind to each other. And we don't try to, and it's just as easy as switching how you might say things or how you might bring it up, or even like, do I send this as an instant message or an email? Um, like being aware of of other people in work has been really helpful for me to, because ultimately when I do my job, I really want to be helping other people. I don't want to add to their workload. And so like sometimes all that is, is just recognizing, okay, I don't need to ask this right now. Or sometimes it's like, I can say it this way. Um, and it can give people a sense of ease. And um, I don't wanna like be too over analytical, but which I have done in the past, but I think the more I do it, the more 
our company as a whole, like I can feel more how things work together. And it makes me happier at my job because I understand other people, but it also, I hope helps other people feel um, understood or um, like they are part of a team. And so like at work, that's really been something with my friends. That's definitely been um, learning just um, how to give them, even if they don't like quote unquote need it, it's just such a, a gift to have somebody like I have a friend who um, just sends me cards when she just feels like maybe I'm going through a rough time. And it's just like a little thing. Like, I don't need that card. That card is not helping the problem, but it is addressing another issue. Um, and that is that uh, needing just a little extra attention. Um, and so I try to do that with my friends. It's like, and it's an easy thing to give because it's like, okay, these people are good people and I want them to, to thrive. I don't want them to just survive. I don't want to give them just solutions. I want them to feel seen. Um, I want them to feel appreciated where they need to be. Um, and just like try to take, and I guess this gets back to the women, just try to take, or who are at the foot of the cross, like try to be there for people, even if you can't fix the problem, or try to just take a little bit of the emotional load off their shoulders, um, because you are in a good place to do that. If you're not in a good place to do that, then it's a burden. But if you're in a good place, it's, it's kind of just, you're helping another person, but not unnecessarily loading yourself. Um, so I think I've been growing in it and I'm happy that I'm growing in it. And I think there's a lot to learn. But there's a whole life to learn it. So. <laughs> yes, I, I do agree that it's a, it's a lifelong thing, I think, to um kind of make peace I think also with this you know particular gift as you were saying sometimes we might view it as a cross right to carry like oh why am I uh why do I have this this thing uh they've given me not but you know what you have actually brought out very beautifully is like all of the small things you know like kind of in your workplace and how you are sensitive to the needs you know of your colleagues you know and you take it from just you not know, being sensitive to their needs to being sensitive in the way that you communicate Right, because you not, we may get misinterpreted, people may be saying, but being sensitive and, you know, sometimes, I mean, it just takes a little bit more effort. Like it's not an entire, you know, like 100% more effort. It just takes a little bit more effort just to word our messages or word, you know, whatever we want to say to people in a way that, you know, it's just a little bit kinder, you know, just a little bit doesn't sound so harsh. Sometimes we have the... I think when we, when we feel very busy, for me, like frustrated and busy, like sometimes my words may not come off the way that I wanted them to do so. But you know what I think you've reminded me too is like, you know, you need to also be sensitive to, you know, the needs, the emotional states of the people around you, even in the workplace, in the family, with your friends and all of the, you know, the relationships that we have with different people. We need to take into account where the other people in our life are, right? And then kind of situate ourselves also uh, emotionally 
And another beautiful thing you said is also about how it's really about the little things about how your friends and you also for your friends, you know, in a reciprocal way, you know, you're generous with one another and you're sensitive to the fact that maybe sometimes your friend needs a little pop me up and I also do that <laughs> for my friends as well. Like, you know, just sending little cards, you know, sending flowers. Um, like my friend recently sent me some flowers when I was like having a bad day. And I, I totally didn't um, at, at expect it at all. But like the fact that it was there on my doorstep when I got back from work, it's like, wow, okay, someone is thinking of me. Uh, someone has been sensitive to my needs. And I think something also that you have brought up very beautifully is that sensitivity, you know, the fact that we are sensitive also, uh, what what kind of barefoot, what kind of is born from this whole thing is also a, a spirit of generosity, right? In terms of the feminine genius, right? There's so many aspects of it, like, you know, being receptive, you know, being sensitive to people's needs and also not just keeping, you know, this thing to ourselves, but saying that, hey, I can give of myself to others. I can be aware of their needs. You know, I can put their needs first sometimes before my own. And, you know, just having that, that spirit of generosity, I think, is also something that, you know, has been uh, very clear, I think, about the, what Pope St. John Paul II, I must keep saying Pope St. John Paul because he was both, right? Uh, is his whole idea about this feminine genius and something that you say is how it can be nurtured, like, over time, right? So I think that, you know, in this uh, particular episode with, like, really um, being reminded about a lot of uh, very important things, like, you know, namely the fact that you know, sensitivity is not something to be afraid of or shy of, but something to be embraced. And I think that you have uh, really embraced that. You have really, you know, emulated that. The fact that, you know, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with being uh, sensitive because, you know, there's so much beautiful uh, fruit that can be born uh, from this gift, right? Because if we see it as a gift, right, we, we want to give the gift to others, right? We don't keep the gift, you know, to ourselves and bury it somewhere, you know, under under the bed or something. But we try and, and realize that, I think, in our daily lives. Yeah, so very, very glad um, to have this short yeah, no, thanks conversation for asking. about sensitivity and the feminine genius with you today, Nikki. Thank you very much. <laughs>